Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this episode number 143 of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your four hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novosel. Uh, good morning to you, too. Mm-hmm. On his left and my right, only in spirit, the volleyball and beast of the East who can make it laugh in three words or less or your money back, Ronnie Johantis. And then the final member of the GMG Quadfecta, who's got music in his heart, Doctor Who and Apex Legends on his brain and La Carreta. I didn't say that right. La Carreta in his old stomach, Mark Boucher. Ahaya. How's it going? Ahaya to you, uh, sir. Great. You know, Let's just jump right into uh, the fact that we have one more with us, the YouTube-renowned gaming historian, Norman Norman Caruso, brought to you by Mark Boucher. <laughs> morning, guys. Good morning to you, fine, sir. <laughs> How's it going, man? It's going good. I, I noticed you uh, mentioned Apex Legends. Oh, yeah. Two of us mm-hmm. here are huge Apex guys. I am also a big Apex Legends player. Oh my oh, god! Really nice. Yes. Well, we. Need I feel to outnumbered. We need to play. Like that, it <laughs> needs to happen, or not. That's fine. But all right, I guess yeah, the hey. podcast over. Thanks for joining us, everyone. <laughs> uh, you guys are going to go play Apex. Uh, I think I play every day. I really like Apex Legends. Nice. Now, now, do you play ranked or trios or duos? What do you? Uh, what's I your... do. I do it all. Yeah. I I got two buddies that we play ranked together. And then if I play with anybody else, we just do trios or duos or however many I can get, you know? Nice. Nice. Yeah. This, what about uh, Oreos? I like Oreos. Uh, Apex legends. <laughs> do you have that one? Is that not how that works? No, no, it's not. not All right. Fair enough. I do enjoy Oreos. <laughs> I know. Right. All right. Continue on. No, I uh, like this, this season I jumped into ranked and uh, this past week I had gotten to platinum rank, which was the highest rank I've ever done before. So does oh, it, nice. is that something that you go after as well? Uh, yeah, actually, I think I'm uh, gold one. Oh, right okay. Now. So, you're so I'm a, about to hit it. Nice. But, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Rank's not really my thing. I, I just, I'm not pushing it as much. Patrick, I think has just been looking for more of a challenge mm-hmm. lately. And so um, he's been really pushing to to get to die, to platinum. Well, I think I think in if you play like public, yeah. it's not you don't. There's no skill based matchmaking. Right. Like you'll you'll go up against you know top tier in public, but in ranked, at least you're kind of going against people that are. Yeah, on the level, that's so true. That is nice. Yeah, yep. we go back. And people forth people bit. are people do try very hard in ranked. So yeah, <laughs> there are the tryhards for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, I'm I'm loving the new mode, loving arenas. So mm-hmm. you have officially made me a fan twice over. So good on you. <laughs> oh wow, excellent. <laughs> uh, so first off, uh, Norman, tell us something about yourself. A little, a few things about yourself, like where you grew up, and um, you know, sort of your 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 origin story, if you will. Sure. Um, I was born in Japan. 
What? <laughs> oh, uh, this is yeah. starting off. Awesome. I did not see that coming. <laughs> that? No way. I, I was, was like, born. I live in Kansas City earlier. You just, just brought yep. Japan out of nowhere. I, I was my, my father's Kansas in the military. City, Japan. My father's in the military, so you know, he was stationed everywhere and he happened to be stationed in Japan. That's where I was born. Uh, I don't remember any of it because I only lived there for two years, so mm-hmm. I have no memories of Japan. Still counts. Still counts. It does still count. You gotta claim yeah. that. Yep. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have like dual citizenship or anything because when you're born on a military base, it's U.S. soil technically. So, right. oh, gotcha. yeah. Uh, now, was that was that Okinawa? Okinawa. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's so right. my brother-in-law was stationed there for a number of years. So that's my yeah. connection. It's yes. a. I don't have it, Apex Legends, but I have a brother-in-law <laughs> that lived there too. There you go. <laughs> yeah, very popular place to be stationed if you're in the military. Yeah, I guess definitely. is Okinawa. Um, what else can I tell you? I grew up in North Carolina. Um, nice. that's where I started the gaming historian. I started Wait. it when I was a sophomore in college. Don't you mean uh, North Kakalaki? North Kakalaki. <laughs> that's right. That's, See, he yeah, knows. You got to pronounce that right. <laughs> he knows. You, you can verify that, that it's Kakalaki. It's Kakalaki. Huh. Yep. I told, them, say, I told them oh. about that and they looked at me like I was an idiot. Years ago, we still haven't believed him until today. Now that you said it, I believe. It so, is a thing. Yeah, thanks North for, Kakalaki. Thanks for that. Uh, it's also parking lot. It's not parking lot. It's parking okay. lot. There's no G. There's no G on the end. Noted. Uh, so yeah, I was a sophomore in college, and I started gaming historian just for fun. I was majoring in history. I worked at GameStop. It it seemed like a good go. combination. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to learn more about the history of video games, so... I, I kind of dove into it and I wanted more and I went online to look for more video game history and there just really wasn't a lot out there. So I guess I was feeling creative at the time. And I said, Hey, I'll, I'll try this myself. And I've been doing it ever since. Nice. Nice. That actually ties into uh, Bernabe. Uh, Bernabe is one of our joiners. Uh, well, that's what we call our listeners joiners. Um, okay. Yeah. He, that was one of his questions was, you know, why did you, uh, start the gaming historian channel and then you kind of touched on that that you're there there wasn't really a space out there for telling telling the history of video games so that's yeah, there, there yeah there there really wasn't a lot i mean so g4 had the icon show mm-hmm. which which was a great a great show um but yeah online i think game trailers if you remember that site they, do. they did little retrospectives which had a little bit of history but it was more about uh the games than the actual development um but yeah there really wasn't a lot out there so i just thought i guess i can give it a try yeah absolutely yeah and you know i go back and watch my old videos and man they're i just think they're terrible but (laughs) you know you have to start somewhere right yeah absolutely that's that's Mm -hmm. like our first episodes of the podcast like I never, never want to go back and listen yeah. to those. <laughs> yeah, my my wife has a podcast, and she says the same thing. She's like, she tells people, don't listen to the first episodes. As badly as people want to start at episode one, you just you don't just, do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, we'll probably play uh, Bernabe's voicemail somewhere in here because he 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 sent us an actual voicemail. Spoilers. Um, yep. Oh, cool. Yep. So. Um, but um, but yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Wow. Um, next question for you. 
Um, what is your earliest gaming memory? Like, was there a particular game you remember, man, just, just sinking your teeth into growing up? Um, so I, my earliest gaming memory would be my grandfather loved video games too. Mm -hmm. He was really into tech and gadgets and stuff. And he gave me and my brother an old IBM PC because he went and got the latest and greatest one. Yeah. And he gave us all the games with it. And um, there is a game called Digger. It's kind of like uh, Dig Dug and Pac-Man combined. Okay. Um, all right. There very obscure computer game made by a Canadian company. Hmm. And then uh, we played Castle Wolfenstein, the wow. old Castle Wolfenstein, the, the kind of top-down uh, stealth game. It wasn't a shooter at that point. Wow. Um, so that's probably my earliest gaming memories playing that playing that stuff with my brother. And then uh, my brother had a Nintendo Entertainment System, so we played Super Mario Brothers three and Doctor Mario and you know all those classics. Yeah, all the all the good favorites. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wish I wish I could get rid of my my <laughs> my first gaming memory because my first gaming memory is of the LJN Back to the Future game. Ah, you know, I my, I don't know if you guys remember a YouTube show called Clan of the Grey Wolf or 16-Bit Gems. No, I can't say it I remember a, that. It was an old, uh, old, old retro gaming show that my friend Joey did, and he loved Back to the Future on NES, and he argued it was a shoot-em-up game. And I can kind of see it, but he was also had very weird tastes in video games so that's that's kind of stretching it i think but yeah i was never a fan <laughs> i just think there was yeah. just such a loose space with that with that game like i remember that game along with the ghostbuster game on nintendo and just i couldn't last more than five minutes i was like i don't what am i supposed to do when do i get to shoot stuff like catch the ghostbusters ghost game and, is interesting i mean the fact that you have obscure. to like you have Very to get gas. Yeah. You have to. Uh, it was like I, Ghostbuster I, Simulator before they had simulators. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the final boss was super, was super hard going up the stairs. You had to press A and B to go up the stairs. You didn't Ooh, actually tell, use the D-pad. Tell me more. I never made it that far, so. Okay. Yeah, I, I probably cheated to get there, but <laughs> game genie, game Prob genie, probably. I mean, yeah. That's the only way to fly. I remember yeah. when I first got a game genie. That was just like. Just shove the game in the game genie and go. Like it became automatic mm -hmm. for me as a kid. It's a good one. Mm -mm. So we talked about your earliest gaming memory. What's your? What is your favorite video game? My favorite. Oh, well, how many video games are there? There's got to be over fifty thousand, right? Something like that. There's a lot, give or take. Gotta, I don't. That's a good question. How many video games exist? But. My favorite video game, I don't know if I have a, a favorite, but I can give you one. I guess I'll give you one of my favorites. Sure. Um, is probably Earthbound on okay. Super Nintendo. See, that was one of one of the ones I I, I missed on. Um, cuz that was on that was on Super Nintendo, wasn't it? Yeah, I think a lot of people missed missed out on it. It had a really weird marketing campaign. Um, it was very expensive yeah. at the time. You know, it came in that big box, and it came with the strategy guide. I remember guide. that. Yeah. Oh my Probably, It did not sell super well. Yeah. Um, but I missed out on it too, and I 
I went back and played it. When I first moved to Kansas City, actually, I was living with my in-laws and uh, I was missing home, you know, because yeah. I just moved and I sat down and played through Earthbound and it was a wonderful experience. It's a it's a great game. The writing in it is fantastic. The the battle system is um, it's good because <laughs> one of the things I love about it is if your way if your level is way higher than the enemy's level, you just automatically win the battle. It doesn't make you go through a fight with an en- with the enemy if you're way overpowered. Huh. So it, it had some good quality of life Ooh. improvements over a traditional JRPG. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just a fun quirky yeah, game. So I recommend it to everybody. Definitely had some some influence on nice. on a game like Undertale and things like that. You can definitely exactly. see the, see the see the and Undertale, Undertale's another great, great game. Nice. I'll never, I'll never forget playing that for the first time. Yeah, uh, those are two games that you brought up, Norman, that are in my like backlog because I have the Super Nintendo Classic, and I got Undertale. I want to think on sale like a couple months ago, and I mm-hmm. definitely plan on checking those out. So you're ringing an endorsement, definitely notches it up a little bit. So yeah, and Undertale isn't too long of a game. So if you're if you're crunching no, really for not. time, then that's a great game to play. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, little update, real quick. Uh, according to GamingShift.com, there are one million one hundred and eighty-one thousand nineteen video games in existence. All right, so well, that- I was way off. Samsonite. Yeah, yeah. So there are quite a few. That narrows it down, I guess. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. Yeah, it's like that lot. time the guys thought uh, the current population of the world was, was it two or three billion? We're not going to talk said. about that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, no. Oh, is it like are. nine, nine billion, I think? Moments. Is it nine billion? Yeah, it's like eight, eight, yeah, or, eight, nine or, eight or nine billion. I don't think it's yeah. up to nine yet, but it's like uh, eight, eight we're billion. We're still not times. talking about it. I think in India uh, alone, are, there's, since there's we... like three billion, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't worry, I told them all about it when uh, they got that. <laughs> okay. Nerds. It was fun. It was very educational. <laughs> I think I, th- I think I found out that was the population of the world in the 1950s. I think somewhere in the 1950s it was around yeah. two or wow. three billion worldwide. Wow. It's really blown up the since 1950s. then. So sure has. Yeah. <laughs> you live in the 1950s. That's a lie. You're right. I went it is back to the future. <laughs> Oh gosh! So so getting into right, your so, oh go ahead go ahead. Oh, I was just going to interject that I, I need to confess. Mark is an avid watcher of your material. Norm, mm-hmm. can I call you Norm? Sure. Is that okay? Yeah, that's what oh, everyone calls fantastic. me. Fantastic. I have you watched Cheers in the past? I have. That's what yeah. rings a bell to me when I hear Norm is. Yeah, uh, that is the Cheers, number one. So. The He's number one, one reference I get. <laughs> Yeah, I don't doubt it. It's he's one of my favorite characters in the show, so yeah. it's a good it's a good correlation for me. Other mm-hmm. than, well, no, I won't go there. Uh, so, the the question I wanted to ask was kind of based on me being a newer fan because okay. I actually just started watching some of your stuff this past week. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I, I want to compare at least your, um, I think it was your, the ESRB uh, episode you did where you talked about yeah. the origins of the ESRB. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was born in the l- early 80s and lived through the 90s. Like to me, the 90s is still like my favorite decade of all time. And watching you kind of unpack like everything that went into the ERS, ASRB uh, 
to me was akin to watching the last dance with Michael Jordan you know, and all that <laughs> history to where I lived through it, but I didn't see everything that went down and just like the, the rivalry between Sega and Nintendo and, and, it, and, and it was really cool to like, to kind of relive that. But in watching that, it made me think about how in the times that you've really dug deep into the history of, you know, certain games or companies, has has your research and kind of like the end product has it influenced your opinion on some companies like has it has it either and it could be positive or negative you can spin it to be like wow i didn't realize you know yeah. this company x company was so i don't know so much smarter than they appear to be or the other way where you're like wow what a blockhead <laughs> yeah company I, was so I think it comes naturally whenever you dive into something. I think you just get a more well-rounded opinion of whatever you're researching. I mean, I think about Nintendo growing up and Nintendo was this magical company that, you know, it was kind of like the Disney of video games. And then you do historical research about Nintendo and you realize, uh, I mean, they did do some incredible things like basically revitalize the video game industry in North America, but they were also had they also had terrible licensee agreements with third party companies and they were very yeah uh litigation happy they liked to sue people um uh, and they're still doing it today you know so it kind of warps right. your view of nintendo like kind of had some monopolistic practices uh and then i think about sega and i think about growing up sega was the cool hip you know edgy company and you learn about all these boneheaded decisions they were making. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I also have respect for them because they were willing to take risks and they really put out some stuff that was way ahead of its time. And actually I, I, I talk about that a little in my, in my newest video uh, about the Sega mega modem, which they developed in 1989. And this was online connectivity for the Genesis and it had downloadable games. It had, voice chat it had that's crazy. Uh, online play and this was you know 10 years before we see it again pioneers yeah. man way ahead of its time yeah and they, they they took those risks and i don't think nintendo took took risks like that yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. you def- you definitely your opinion it's ever changing the more you research you just yeah yeah. Yeah, and and I watched that uh, the Mega Drive or the Mega Modem or the Telegenesis or whatever they were calling it back in back in the time. Mm-hmm. Um and you know like like Lucas said, you know, I lived through this, but I didn't had no idea this was even a thing. Um and uh, in, in there in there uh, I think in the um, the description it says it says that you had taken like 4 months to research this. Um can you talk a little bit about the your research process and how long is it? Is four months usually how long it takes, or is it? Is it I mean, that seems like a long time to put stuff together, but I mean, it's, it was really well done. Um, and and yeah, like there's there's videos. It, it, it seems like that you've met a few personalities or or, or people within the industry that that have given you um, some audio clips or whatever what have you. Um, so yeah, talk a little bit about the your research process. Sure. Uh, now I do confess this took me four months because I'm also in graduate school, so okay. it's it delays videos a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the it. other hurdle with this video was ninety percent of the sources were in Japanese, mm-hmm. and I can't read Japanese. I can't 
understand. What, I don't you didn't understand pick Japanese. it up in those those two years you were there. I, I did not. Uh, <laughs> I did not. Been like riding a bike. Uh, fun fact: my mom knows Japanese. Um, was she but, a consultant on this game or on this video? <laughs> she was not. She <laughs> helps. She she really helps me with pronunciation. Okay. Um, but nice. so I I have a few friends that do translations, and so I we it was constant communication with my team of translators um and we were just translating we i think we translated like 50 plus articles from japanese magazines wow. and it was just it was really cool to learn this new information that hasn't really been uncovered before um and you just see cuz i think a lot of people look at the megamoto and they think it's this Sega peripheral that came out and it failed and look how dumb it is and it doesn't work that well. But as you know, my job is to take this information and tell you a story about what happened. Yeah. And uh, it was just incredible to get all this information coming in and this new information and then seeing the story come together about this company that wanted to compete with Nintendo and they wanted to take a risk. And so they developed a modem and, Modem technology was very new and not really a thing with video game consoles. So, right, it's a really interesting story. And I, I, I've said this a few times. I know you see a modem and you're like, "There's no way I want to watch this." I think it's the first documentary ever made about a modem. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna look into that, but I highly recommend it to everyone. I'm super proud of this episode, and um, I really think uh, whoever watches it, you're just gonna learn a lot about yeah. Sega as a company and about what this what this modem was. It's crazy mm. to think that this modem was a big part of Sega's marketing campaign when they first when the Genesis first came out in North America. Yeah, that's crazy. Like people completely forgot about the modem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, was it the the modem only connected to the Sega Master Drive? It could not connect to the Genesis, correct? It it it, it the um the Mega Modem only came out in Japan, and it worked on the the Mega Drive, right? Mm -hmm. um, it could connect to a, a Genesis Model One in North America, but I mean, nothing came out in North America that okay. where it could work. So, yeah, yeah, just just way too ahead of their time, I guess. But man, I and you've actually you actually got to you have one, don't you? Right, a Mega Modem, yeah. I own several mega modems. Yeah. <laughs> so you actually yes. got to you actually got to mess around with it and play games with it and it still works, right? It technically it should still work. The problem is you need a telephone line. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um and I don't have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> like many people. Yeah. So <laughs> I I didn't actually get to outright test it. Um but, you know, you can like try to connect and it'll try to dial in and try to connect so yeah. i know it works but i just don't have anyone to connect to right right <laughs> makes sense makes sense. yeah because actually the mega modem i have was brand new sealed no from japan yeah wow so, i mean that's so, just a clue that it didn't sell well yeah but you can still buy that <laughs> stuff brand new over there yeah, yeah. so how yeah. do you how do you find these obscure pieces of gaming history and what and what is it about that particular obscure thing that like uh, I guess motivates you to uh, tell a story about it? So I was doing a Twitch stream a 
few months ago and I was just browsing old video game magazines and I was looking through electronic gaming monthly. I think it was issue three and they had an article called telegenesis, the future of video games, question mark, question mark. <laughs> and I said, I don't, I've never heard of this thing. And they're and EGM is calling it the future of video games. Yeah. So I said, I just wrote it down. You know, I have a topic list in my, in my little journal and I just write down ideas and I was looking for a new topic and I, I remembered that one. And initially I thought this should be an easy episode. You know, I'm in grad school. I'm working on some other big videos. This will be an easy one for me to do while I work on some other stuff. But of course it turned into this huge project, which I'm, I'm totally happy with, but yeah, it's, I, you can find topics all anywhere you know <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like, there's there's a, a couple of them like do you put a little humor sometimes in your videos like the the one with the the, the nintendo lock that was you know oh, that, the lock yeah funny. and then like the <laughs> the nine-year-old who sues nintendo you know that's, yeah i love those you're not only telling a story but you're throwing some humor in there yeah yeah i the the shorter videos i, I do try to have fun with them um yeah, that lock. <laughs> and then, yeah, that. so for those who don't know, the there's a company came out with a lock called Homework First, and it was a literal lock on the Nintendo Entertainment System, so you couldn't put a cartridge into the it, system. It looks goofy as crap. <laughs> it yeah. looks like a bike. It uh, looks like a bike lock. lock. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the, the guy that invented it, his father invented kitty litter, which is mind-blowing to me because... <laughs> right. <laughs> I have two cats, and <laughs> I'm a big yeah. purchaser of kitty litter. When you um, think about kitty litter being invented, it's just there in the box. Right, so I, I, do, I went thing. down that rabbit hole. Like, what? Ki when was kitty litter invented? And so before kitty litter, people just used sand. And okay. cats weren't really indoor pets. They kind of hung out outside. And then kitty litter is invented, and all of a sudden, the cat industry booms and then cats become the most popular pet in America because of kitty litter. Wow. And when was that? What year was that? Uh, 50, early 50s, like 52. Hmm. Think. Man. Yeah. Norman fact. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right, quote when, me on that, but yeah, it, oops, I think it late, late, late 40s, wrote early it 50s. <laughs> I wrote it down in my, uh, my notebook. Yeah. So Norm, there's, there's, there's a lot of documentaries out there about the the uh, now especially on netflix there's there's i think there's like an eight ten part series about uh about video games and things like that mm -hmm. as any as any i mean you your 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 youtube vid, uh channel is you have a lot of videos on there and you go through a lot of different pieces of a forgotten or well-known it really depends on the video of all the uh, gaming history has any company have ever approached you uh to to do something like a, a netflix special or hulu special or something like that before no <laughs> uh, it, it, it to no. me watching it it feels like it is to that caliber well where, thank you yeah it's uh it's because of the interviews you, you're, you're doing the videos i mean like the, the especially the sega mega modem uh, there is some obscure videos. Like, how do you find these videos, like Cyberball and all these Japanese type of games? Um, it's it's kind of just it's part of the research process. You just you stumble on that stuff and you just make note of it. And yeah, that's really it. 
do you video capture like do you have like a cyberball game cartridge where you took a video capture oh yeah so so when i'm when i'm when i'm writing the script and doing the research you know i i make a running list of like things i'm talking about and because i have such great supporters on patreon i'm able to like go out and get this stuff um so like i bought a japanese copy of cyberball i bought i bought every mega modem game ever made uh and i'm able to capture the footage in high quality and put it in the documentary and yeah that's pretty sweet i like that um what was now what was your what was your favorite video that you you've had to make what was the what was the best one you've you've had most fun on the most fun on um, or at least the one you were most interested in, I guess. I really, really love my episode about Mario Paint. Okay. And the only, the big reason I really like that episode is because when I first started making that video, that was a Patreon voted video. Okay. They, people wanted to know more about Mario Paint. Yeah. And after my initial research, there's just there's just not a lot out there about Mario Paint. Yeah. Um, so I thought this episode's going to be kind of lame. Uh, it's not going to be very long, and I was like, I don't want people to be disappointed. Uh, but so I switched gears and I made it more of a social history of Mario Paint. So yeah. like, how did this game change people's lives? Yeah. Uh, pe- for the people that played it. And so I inter- I talked to people that grew up playing Mario Paint, and now they're doing something for a living because of Mario Paint. Hmm. So I talked to a game developer. I talked to a, a music teacher. And I talked to a filmmaker. And each one of them told me these incredible stories of them growing up and playing Mario Paint and how it gave them the the drive and the knowledge to do what they do today. And uh, it turned into this really cool social history. And I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really proud of that video. I think it's, I think it's a way to, uh, you know, if you're short on information and research, you can kind of twist it and make it into something cool anyway. So. Yeah. I'll have to, I, I, I'm pretty sure I watched that. I'll have to go back and watch that. Cause that actually sounds really cool. Um, I, and I, and I do want to one more note the another fun episode was when the nine-year-old sued Nintendo yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that also that, took me back to the 90s that one was interesting because um, that was that was a headline I stumbled on and mm-hmm. I said what a kid sued Nintendo and you know I found all the information on it and I made it and I really didn't think anything of the episode I just thought it's a fun little interesting topic I'll put it out there that video, I didn't see it until like a few months later. That video like blew up. Yeah, that thing has like a two million views, and I I don't understand why. I, but um, I think a little bit has to do with. It. I think it's only like nine minutes long. It's yeah, so it's, a, it's, it's a short video. Yeah, sure. Um, and what's great is the kid, Clark Teeman, He emailed me. Wow. <laughs> and no said, way. I watched your video, and I was like, Oh no, he's gonna be so mad. But he was super nice, and he was like, I thought your video was really fair and told both sides, and I really appreciate that. Uh, so that was a great email to get, and it made me uh, really proud of that video, too. Put that one in the wind folder. 
Nice. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Yeah. Now, does he have like a folder that has all the numbers of every player where he wrote in their names because it drove him so crazy <laughs> that the names weren't maybe with, maybe with there and it was just their numbers? I mean, I, I get why he was upset, though, because you look at you look at that box and I think I would assume, too, that I could play with, you know, George Brett or. Yeah, yeah. You know, all my favorite players. And yeah, they're just numbers in the game. Yeah. At least the stats. I remember when I first got NBA, when I first got NBA Live, I think it was ninety five on Super Nintendo. And I, I thought I was gonna get to play as Jordan and like a bunch of other yep. guys and they didn't have they, it was just twenty three. And I was like, wait, I, I want the name on it and it wasn't there. Yeah, and Jordan yeah. I because Jordan wasn't in the NBA Players Association, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, he was like, so he's not in they, he's not in NBA Jam either. He's right. not in a no, lot of games. I remember games. that too, being disappointed. I was like, it was Horace Grant and yep. Pippen, I think, in the original NBA Jam. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, what? As a kid, I just I didn't understand how that all worked. So I was like, okay, who missed the who missed who missed getting Jordan in this yeah. and put <laughs> Horace you, Grant in instead? That's, that that's what you think. Sense. You're like, they forgot Jordan, but it's yeah, like, well, how no. could they do that? <laughs> Fake fans. Goodness. Um, so kind of flip side to that. Uh, what was the most challenging video you've had to make? Oh gosh, um, this Mega Modem video was really? was challenging to make. Yeah, Be- well, so here's Just why: the translation. The translations was a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, the other part was, um, there's only so many ways you can film a modem. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, the modem's not very big. It's like the little. It's like this big. Yeah. And so I had to shoot B-roll for this video, and it's like I had I shot um, 80, 80 plus individual shots with my camera of the modem, and it's like I just did different angles and different you know panning shots and top down side. So that was challenging to like how do you how do you visualize the storytelling about a modem? Yeah, yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, but mm. you did it though. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, no, it was it was definitely a, a great video. I very much enjoyed it. I well, thank you. It. I love all the, ex- uh, the all the obscure ones you do. Anything from like the, you know, the power glove, which I mean that's still kind of famous just because of um of the of the um the wizard. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know the power glove is bad. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yep, but I still remember the day I found out that it was like sitting on a throne of lies. Like I tried to like wave my <laughs> hand around and do all the cool stuff that the, you know, the older kid did in the wizard and it was all fake. I was like, yeah, that's it, not, it and then I, I ended have, up I just going it's... beep, boop, beep, boop, like just pressing the buttons on it, like a controller. I'm yeah. Like, it, it was a very ambitious thing uh, to take a, uh, a device that costs probably $10,000 and try to make it 80 bucks is a kid's toy. That's pretty <laughs> ambitious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you kind of also uh, touched on the fact that you stream on Twitch. Yes. As well, do you, do you stream just um, retro games or do you stream current gen games too? Or, Oh man. Uh, so usually I stream whatever I'm researching at the time. Okay. Uh, so, I'll probably be streaming Super Mario World here soon on Twitch. Nice. Um, Interesting. Now, 
I do, as we discussed earlier, I love Apex Legends. Yeah. I, uh, I have thought about streaming just me playing Apex, but, um, you know, it's doesn't fit the the brand i guess like why is the gaming historian playing apex legends but i sometimes i I do play modern games though um but yeah it's usually whatever i'm researching at the time but sometimes i want to switch it up you know yeah you you have every right to do so i think it would be really cool if i don't know how if you can integrate this exact i think you could in a stream but if you could somehow like fuse your streams with like a, a VH1 pop-up video format and like okay. playing and it like a freeze frame and then like you talk about something that's re- related to the history of the game. That's a free idea. By <laughs> way. You can go well, it, I've that. already done I it. I think that would be. Oh, he's oh, already that. Oh, you have you? Uh, so nice. what I what right, I do is um, got my attention. What I what I do is uh, well, my my what I did my the chat bot's broken right now, but. Um, it would it would Fire. randomly spit out facts about whatever game I was playing in the chat. Okay, nice. So That's it w- cool. wouldn't be on screen, but it was in the chat. Yeah, we need to upgrade it to the screen to where everything. That would be cool if I could figure that out. Like it just pops up there. That was like my yeah. favorite show on VH1. I really exactly. liked pop up video too. Yeah, <laughs> we need a gaming version of that, and you're going to pioneer mm-hmm. it, I believe. They <laughs> VH1 even took like um, remember? I think it was I love the eighties. Yeah. And I think they made it like a pop-up yep. version of I Love the 80s, too. Yep. Yeah. Like, man, they're just popping I, up everything. I loved all that stuff. Yep. Um, well, first off, Norman, we here at the Good Morning Guys stream Apex quite a bit. So, oh, excellent. So you are more than welcome. The invitation is open for you to join in. It's um, been extended. Any time. I mean, obviously, totally your call, but... Hey, you know... <laughs> I'm always down for some Apex because there are some nights where I'm like, man, I want to play some Apex and my, my buddies aren't online. I'm like, I don't want to play with randoms. I want to play with people that like I can chat with and we can work as a team because I'm sorry when I play with randoms, there's always one guy that just goes off and does his own Uh, thing. thing. (laughs) Randoms are the worst. Yeah. My buddies tend to be playing Mass Effect or MLB The Show quite a bit so oh yeah now also, do you guys yeah. do you guys play on what what system do you guys play on um PS5. Uh, playstation mostly okay. yeah okay what do you what do you typically play on i play on pc okay okay yeah so we'd but it's cross play guys. you know you can yeah play any True. system you want even We're on open. switch i think it's on switch now Oof, uh, we don't, we don't talk that. about that <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it looks terrible but the redheaded you know, stepchild you know, of apex it is it is disgusting. unfortunate i tried I tried to stream it once, and within five minutes, I had turned it off and and went to PS PS4 at the time. And I didn't believe you, so I booted up my Switch and I was like, yeah, "You're right. This is really <laughs> compared to compared to playing it on PlayStation. You know, comparatively, it's it's not the best experience." Yeah, I can imagine. Gross, tastic. Uh, yeah. So Norm, uh, you were talking about Super Mario World as part of yeah. your one of your upcoming projects. Is there a project that uh, you are um, you want to do, uh, but uh, or something that's coming up that, or something that is just so obscure that you haven't had a chance to, or is there something that you're looking forward to uh, making some sort of historian video about? Yeah. So I have two videos that um, 
I'm really looking forward to making one of them is when I've actually already done a video on this, but I'm doing a new video. It's when universal sued Nintendo. Oh yeah. Yeah. For Donkey yeah. Kong. Yeah. So I went to the national archives last year before COVID hit yeah. and uh, I scanned everything from that court case. Nice. Um, so I've just got tons of it. I'm sitting on tons of info, but I want to make it really good. So mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but the other topic is Oregon trail. Um, mm, nice. I, in 2019, I drove up to Minnesota and I interviewed, um, the guys that made Oregon trail. Wow. Okay. And then I flew to Chesapeake and interviewed, um, the guy that made the Apple II version, which is the one that most of us remember. Yeah. Most of us Apple died II. on after yeah. five minutes, got scurvy oh, or dysentery, dysentery, mm-hmm. dysentery. Ugh. So I've got these interviews, uh, but I might be, <laughs> I might be saving those for grad school be- and make it my thesis. So there oh, you go. No way. That's, okay. yeah, that's, cool. that's, yeah. why, that's why I'm sitting on them. Gotcha. Well, you know what we'll else see. you should do? In prep for that, you need to live it and add that to the video. Like you just start just me Oregon going trail. on the Oregon Trail, <laughs> yeah, and just see is this really all it's cracked up to be? And like just have these like caption moments where like the water's going up on your car. And well, you know, the you're, trail you're began not to drown. The trail began in my area. It began in Independence, Missouri, which is about there. You go. See, you know, ten sign. miles, ten miles from Kansas City. So. I know what you're doing this summer. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Reliving Oregon Trail in my Chevy. It it sounds like a terrible experience. (laughs) Yep. That journey sounded (laughs) awful. Yep. Um. So so real quick, and I know we're kind of running out running out of time here, but um, I kind of wanted this is this isn't so much a question as much as it is a submission, and I have I have already submitted it on your Discord, and so. Who knows it'll if it'll happen. I think you may or may not have touched on this subject in one of your previous videos, but I don't think you've done a full video on it. We've talked about it before. I used to own a console when I was a kid called the Fairchild Channel F. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was the, the very first uh, console that used ROM cartridges. Correct. Uh, so... There it is. <laughs> when I, when I, when that was I, my next question, Mark. I was going to say, have you done a video on Channel F? Because if not, <laughs> I need to see one of these. And it's pred- and, and a successor of the Channel G. That's right. I have... Uh, I have on the way. I still believe. I have probably touched on it in some videos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never, never dived into it. But uh, excellent suggestion. And it has been suggested... Quite a few times, actually, because really? yeah, I think people love the I love the fact that it was the first console to use cartridges for the games. The thing looks ugly as sin, but it's a know. weird looking console. Yeah, <laughs> it was back when everything was like faux wood paneling and all that, all that junk. Uh, I I love faux wood paneling. I can't get on that, but agreed. Yeah, love I think it. it looks classy. It does. Very I think classy. the new, the new Switch coming out put put faux wood on it. I would buy that in a heartbeat. Uh, you and Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Goodness, but uh, there is an, one other joiner question. If, uh, oh, if I can yeah, just throw right. it out there from you done messed up 
A.A. Ron, I said it right this time, on Discord. He said, hey, Norman. He's getting a chance to say say hi hi back. (laughs) (laughs) Make it more interactive. Hello Hello there. Uh, If you could pick three video games released before the year 2000, or at least before the PS2, Xbox era, that you believe are still influential in gaming today, what would they be? And honorable mentions are welcome too. Uh, Earthbound, as I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Mario Brothers, because that's just seems like the gold standard of what a platformer should should be. Yeah, um, definitely. I guess I have to name a third one. Uh, Dragon Warrior. Mm, I'm okay. not. I'm not as familiar with Dragon or Warrior. Dragon Quest or that. Whatever, I know yeah. whatever region you're. Yeah, you're whichever one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Aaron's actually into Dragon nice. Quest games, so he would agree with you there. But yeah, it's uh, I mean that start basically started the JRPG genre, and yeah, it's obviously that's a huge, huge genre. People love JRPG yeah, games. Uh, Earthbound more is more of a stylistic choice because, like we talked about, Undertale kind of borrowed a lot of elements in the style of Earthbound and. And then, yep. yeah, Super Mario Brothers, just if you're going to make a platformer, you've got to understand Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. I just think that's that's where you start. And it's yeah. great, like, playing Super Mario Brothers with my son. You know, he's yeah. six years old, and he and it's just like, if you're going to introduce him to games, might as well introduce him to the, one of the best games of all time. Yeah, if you if you ever get a chance, I um I don't know if it's in article form or what, but Miyamoto one time did like an analysis of level one in Super Mario Brothers and like why oh. they designed it that way. Okay, it's oh, super wow. interesting. I will have to check that. So out. like, yeah, when you first start the level, the Goomba walks towards you and it forces you to figure Die out how if to you've jump. Never done it before. <laughs> well, you have to yeah. be like, okay, this guy's coming toward me. What do I Gotta do? do something. And, you got to figure out. Okay, unless I you're jump. my son, you just you run at it and try to run. give it a hug. And then you die. Well, you learn quickly. Okay, I can't hug the Goomba. What just happened, Dad? You can't do that, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a side note with Mario, I really enjoyed uh, the Mario Three uh, deep dive, and yeah, uh, it was funny. I was I was listening to it while I was washing the dishes, which is how I take in a lot of. Uh, media while I do housework and stuff since uh, because of COVID, especially I work from home. Um, but uh, I, I really enjoyed finding out that the Koopalings are all based off of kids of the, uh, the, the designers, the developers right. and people involved with the project and how, mm-hmm. how they just, they base the kids off of those Koopalings. And, you know, you just think of like Ludwig uh, and some of the others that are so, you know, connected to the famous people, but then the Koopalings themselves are based off of kids right. that were, you know, that they were, that they saw all the time and talked with their parents. And so, yeah, just stuff like that was really cool. Yeah. That was, that was a, that was a fun personally. video to make. Um, just cause I, I have such great memories of that game. I playing it with my brother. He actually, I remember mm-hmm. he came home one day and he, he had a photocopied ver- He had a photocopied, uh, got Super Mario Brothers three guide. So his friend had the guide, and he wouldn't let him borrow it. But he said, "I'll make a photocopy of the whole guide for you." <laughs> so oh he brought gosh. home this black and white 
guide to Super Mario Brothers three, and that's that's how we've discovered all the secrets. That was such a cool game. That that was really like the the peak of Mario on the NES. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And then, of course, well, I'm doing Super Mario World because it's the 30th anniversary of the North American release this year. Yep. So I figured, it's perfect. It's a good time to do that. Yep. Nice. Yep. I'll be looking out for it. Definitely, we'll be checking out yep. Super Mario World. Uh, absolutely. Well, Norman, thank you so much for joining us, man. I I very much appreciate you jumping on. Um, I'm, I like I told you, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the channel. Love what you're doing over there. I've always been. A big fan of of diving into the stories and the history of things that I care about, and so yeah. you have all of that right there uh, for for anybody to consume. So you're you're doing a great work on your channel. So, um, and and I'm glad you gave us the opportunity to have you on here. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. So let me give you a chance yeah. to plug everything and anything. Where what would you like to plug? Where can people find you? Uh, obviously on YouTube, but um, any other places you want to plug. Yeah. So if, you, if you'd like to check out the videos, they're at youtube.com slash gaming historian. Um, I stream, I'm trying to stream about once a week on Twitch. So I'm at twitch.tv slash gaming historian. And if you'd like to support the show, which is really how I'm able to make these deep dive, long form videos, it's because of Patreon. It's patreon.com slash gaming historian. And if you sign up, you get some cool perks and behind the scenes info and uh yeah the support awesome. is greatly appreciated very awesome, cool awesome yeah man no you you definitely have a new fan with me in me and so we appreciate what you're doing uh preserving history and kind of unveiling some of the things that we missed as kids right you know just focusing on the the beeps and the boops and the, the silly <laughs> stuff just everything that goes behind it enriches our experiences so thanks for that well, you're very welcome, and thanks for checking it out. All right, man. Yep. You take care. You have a great night, Norman. Yeah, you too. Uh, right. If you guys ever want to play Apex. Dude, I'm on your Discord. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, please <laughs> do. All right, have a good podcast, guys. Yep. All right, later. thanks, Norman. See you later. Have a good one. Bye, Bye Norman. Bye. Hope you find your dad. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> No, we left so quickly. That's how my father-in-law is whenever we're talking on Zoom or Facebook or whatever. We're like, all right, well, I'm going to go. Okay, bye. And we're like, bye. And he just clicks it off. Oh, like, he's gone. All right. All right. Well, I that's, guess that's, uh, that's it. <laughs> and now that's how my son is. Like when we talk to my parents, my, my parents are more like the, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. Bye. Okay. And James is like, <laughs> <He doesn't laughs> it okay, well, I guess that conversation's over. Well, Mark's over there trying there to figure out. All right, let's get this uh, these graphics back to back to yeah. normal. Move these squares, <laughs> these cubes around. Uh, uh, I don't know where I, am. Where, where am I am. Where am I? All right, Mark, you go ahead and start your update first while you're. Uh... No, I'm just kidding. That's a horrible <laughs> idea. Uh, all right. Hey, Norman. Norman's such a nice, so nice young man. Is our is I'm our so topic came to join us? Is our topic was our topic Norman? Is our or is our topic the, our our life updates? In our gaming updates, like, uh, I'm so confused right now. We're all backwards now. The, the answer backwards. is yes. I need to have my. That is my... correct.
backwards hat on, put my shirt on backwards. The backwards man, the backwards man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, since <laughs> since you introduced the topic, Patrick, you might as well start. What's what's up with you, buddy? What did uh what did we miss this past week? Uh yeah, so like in my area, they are lifting tons of restrictions. Yep. As far as having to wear a mask, you know, a lot of the Let's places go streaking. Uh, no, they're not lifting the clothes <laughs> okay, restrictions. Not that much. All right, that's good. <laughs> just that's the good. face mask. I was testing the waters, just getting an idea. I mean, here we're I'm here in Brazil, so anything goes. But I mean, I don't know. I guess if you walk into like a UDF and you don't have any clothes on, I don't think the the establishment is gonna. I guess do anything, but the police might do something. So uh, you don't want to go that route. So, uh, so since they've listed all the restrictions, uh, I went to the movie theater this past weekend. Yeah, buddy. Yes. Uh, I went to go see the quiet place part two uh, with my daughter. Um, We, uh, we saw quiet place part one. She's a very, she's, she likes to be scared and she is not, uh, thrown off by any like gore or anything she likes to see that taken um, after daddy just like me just like me um so <laughs> so we went to go see quiet place part two uh it is a pg-13 movie and she's only 11 so she thought it was like the coolest thing in the world to see a pg-13 <laughs> movie in the theaters because this was her first venture we've seen a lot of pg movies we've seen a lot of disney movies uh, the live action uh, Disney remakes and things like that. Uh, but so this was her first venture into the PG 13 world, uh, at least in the movie theaters. So we, uh, it was, we did it right. We got popcorn. We did the whole butter straw trick to get, make sure the butter gets in the middle of the tub. Man. Yes. Uh, like a pro got an icy, you know, it was, it, like we, we got there. We got there a few minutes early so we could watch all the trailers. And so she, so we're watching a PG 13 movie. And so all these PG-13 and rated R trailers are coming up. And, Cl- and Claire's like, can I see that? I was like, I don't know. I don't know yet. I need to read the parental guides first before we can do anything like that. Uh, but uh, Got to talk to your mom. Yeah. Well, it's, if it's, I don't know about rated R. Rated R is, uh, is stretching it a little bit right now. But if it's PG-13, then I'll look in, okay, what's, what is it? Is it, you know, just violence or scary suspenseful themes and things like that then that's that maybe okay but if there's anything like nudity you know it's like all right we're not gonna go see this movie um i can't just shut her eyes or pause it or fast forward you know so right. um and i don't know when that comes like usually if there's like a rated r movie it's like okay you know like uh if i've seen it and i know when things are happening then i can just fast forward it um but but yeah so that was that was really fun um to get out there and felt like a, a normal day um without nice. our masks so how was a quiet place that. too do you have a, um, a quick rating for it yeah so quiet place part two for me um it was a nine out of ten um this nine okay. out of ten what was the first one for you uh the probably nine at nine and a half out of ten um it's okay it's not right. it's 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 Still really good. good so this movie is like a direct like continuation from quiet place part one um so uh it was it was really well done i was like you know what you know how they're gonna do it without john krasinski's character because he's not in the second one um so they go through like day one uh of one of when these uh, you know characters villains animals whatever they are aliens um 
had come uh, and started ravishing this this town. So it was really cool to see day one. Um, and so in Quiet Place Part Two, they just go through the directly what happened after the first one. Um, and it turned out to be really, really good. They did it good. really well. Cool. Um, I got, I gave it a nine out of 10 and Claire gave it uh eight and a half out of 10 Demic organs. Nice. nice. So we're, we're uh, right now we're in the season three of stranger things. So it was kind of like a direct correlation. Like these, these aliens in quiet place part two look very similar to the aliens in stranger things. So, um, so yeah, Claire, Claire was like, she was, there was like scary parts and she's like, Ooh, that's just like stranger things. Like she's so excited. She's like not trying to hide her eyes or anything like that. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was a good time. Uh, also on the life front, I am watching, uh, my friend's dog. He's a, mm-hmm. he's like a 13 year old boxer. Uh, Goodness. he is, he's a big, like 70 pound dog. Uh, but he's, he has not a harmful bone in his body, <laughs> which is, which is, he's a cuddler. Oh, um, I, I watched my, I watched his dog last year around this time for like four days. This time I got to watch him for le- for nine days. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, you know what that means next month or next year. It's going to be 18 days. <laughs> nope. He's um, going to go all or nothing no. whole month. All here. No, sorry. All of July. Um, no, that's but I am relegated that. to the basement, to the man cave, uh, because we have our you know thirteen pound lap dog that is also in the house, and uh, our dog mm-hmm. does not like to be bothered oh, by anything. Yeah. I mean, sometimes she doesn't even like to be petted. Like that's Uh-oh. like it's a weird, weird thing for her. So um, when this boxer's face is just about as big as my dog. You know, it's, it, right. it's it's a little intimidating for my for my dog. So my dog growls if he gets any clo- gets close or anything. Uh, but right, but we're half compensating halfway through. You're like, don't mess with me. I'm I, know, you. I know you make me pee myself, but you won't mess with me. Yeah. So um, so yeah, it's we're we're halfway through. I got him here until Saturday. Good night, Claire. Good night, night um, Claire. So yeah, he's he's just sitting right here. Uh, I maybe I'll maybe I'll, I'll I don't know if you can see. Uh, yep, there, there he is. is. There he is, kind of. Oh yeah, I see him. He's he's getting Aww. petted. He's like, thank you for the love. <laughs> yeah, night, love. Um, so we got him until until Saturday. Um, and I can't wait to sleep sleep in my bed again because I'm sleeping on the couch downstairs in the man cave. Um, just so he has someone to lay with oh so when you say you're relegated to the main cave it's like 24 7 um i mean like i would say just for 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 the nighttime we sleep down here and i would say a good part of the day he's allowed to roam uh, around the house okay as long as we have as long as we know where our dog is yeah so uh yeah the referee right uh on the gaming front we lucas me and you you played we played. It takes two. We were here together. Oh right, I got ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah. we played. We were here together. Uh, we played uh, and platinumed, my friend. We we platinumed that, uh, and and you're glad it's done. It uh, we <laughs> played with the Jesus out of it. While uh, so Lucas streamed this, and while he was still streaming, I already, already deleted the game. I was like, this is <laughs> I'm, I'm not wasting any more time. 
<laughs> on this uh, on my system. Uh, but we, yeah, we had we had a good time. The game wasn't really any good because the puzzles made no sense. So obtuse, like um, just like it was blind. Even as we were going through luck, this, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. None even of this makes sense. Even after reading the guide, it was like, okay, I've read the guide. I see the pictures. I understand what to do. It still doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, there's maybe like, there's one part I think we could have probably figured out the one that was in the study, the two level study. Oh I yeah. I think definitely. we might've been able to figure that one out. Yeah. But all the rest of them. I like, were... I like that one. Yeah. That one was cool. That one reminded me of the, the originals right. that we liked where yeah. it was like, Hey, you find a picture. I have seen these options. We have to like play off of each other. Mm -hmm. the other ones, pff, forget it. Yeah. Forget making it. the, making, planting the plants and making the poison to kill the big, big plant monster stupid or putting together but. uh chemicals together to get like compounds there's no way no way could yeah. have figured that out in game yeah so yeah so we platinum that i don't have to worry about that game nope. ever again so Never. that's backlog done over checked Woo. off deleted not even on the list anymore not even a scratch out it's gone definitely and it gone. is officially the spider-man 3 of video games like it just ruined it <laughs> it was so good maybe you say spider-man 3 is better but to me it, it took something that was so great great experiences we had in the first mm -hmm. and second one and then it just almost made me forget everything we did yeah it was, it was so it was, bad it's terrible um yeah so uh so we platinum that um i would give that game uh a two out of ten. Oh, i only i'm giving it a two because of that one puzzle that was in the study the rest hey. of it and so uh, one for that, and then one for the the time we had because uh, when we were when you were streaming it, we were having a great oh, time yeah. laughing at this game, we were laughing. Yeah. Um, and then when Caleb got in the chat and things went off the rails after the game Mountain ended, nerd. we had a great. Uh, what's that? Mountain nerd. How's it saying mountain nerd? Oh yeah. Oh mountain nerd. Yeah yeah. yeah. So mountain we nerd? had we had a, we had a good time good time there. Um, we did. So we platinum that. So I had a I had another platinum of sorts in apex legends so like i said i've been playing ranked got to platinum there which was the highest i've ever gotten and once i got to platinum the challenge and difficulty level of the opponents has gone up exponentially oh like these these guys mm. like so so mark you know like in the one of the final circles there's maybe two or three squads left oh there there yeah. are multiple times where there's like seven to ten squads left. Mm. It is all about positioning and it is it is crazy. That's it like esports stuff. It feels like I'm watching like an esports event yeah. with with how good these players are. Um so I, there's like four levels in, in each tier. So in uh it gets harder and harder. You have to get more rate ranked points for each level. Uh, and I'm halfway through the first level within Platinum because uh, it costs 36 ranked points to start off. Wow. And so you have to get into to, no kills. I think you have to get in the top three to even out with no kills. So in this mm. in this mode, there's a lot of a lot of fights, a lot of third parties, like a lot of four and five parties. It is absolutely crazy when you when when a team hears gunshots like everyone swarms into that spot <laughs> so they can get kills to increase their rate rank points 
Um, but it's Dang. it's fun. It's a new challenge. Uh, it's making me a little bit better. Uh, so that's a cool thing. Um, I got another platinum this this past week in Adam's Venture. <laughs> now I've talked about this before. And yeah. Tim Pollan has talked about this before. He has. I thought it was like an Uncharted game, but it's not even close. <laughs> Uncharted has a you you're searching for treasure, long lost treasure, and Adam's Venture has that. That's where the similarities end. This okay. game is all about puzzles. There's no combat. There's no <laughs> no good dialogue. There's no good cutscenes. There's the, there's no good story. Like there's a point where like you're like stopping like a a war from happening, but it does not feel like it in any part of the game. Uh, so the story was so bad that I was like maybe halfway through, and every single time someone there was like a dialogue between characters, I skipped it. I was like, this is dumb. I don't even like this game anymore. It's a two and a half <laughs> hour on. platinum. I'm just gonna get the platinum. I'm no longer gonna play. So I went ahead and got the platinum with that one, and that one's off my backlog. And I, I deleted that game just about as fast as we were here together, just mm. about as fast. So would that have the same rating then as we were here together? Um, Ten. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was fun for maybe the first half of the game. So I'll probably okay. give it a four. Okay. Um, but that's the yeah as as. And the only reason I play that I continued to play it because it was an easy platinum, hmm. very easy platinum. Yeah, there were times where there that was puzzles. Sense. Been there. Like, there's a way. There's ways to do these puzzles, but I just guessed and I still got it right. I'm like, okay, well, moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's about the gaming update. For, oh, last last thing for the gaming update, I won another World Series in MLB The Show nice. with the New York Mets wow. in, 20, in 2032. So I did that. And I simmed until I was asking my agent for a trade for like 10 years. I was asking because I signed that 15 year contract with the Mets. Yeah. And no one, no other team wanted to take on that contract. <laughs> so um, it was like a 2043. And how, the Mets. How old was me. your character at this point? Um, Let's see, 2043. So I was, I was 19 in 2021. So I'm pushing 40 around 40 yeah. now um yeah. and so they traded me in the 2043 season to the new york yankees oh my gosh oh my gosh are you serious yep i went from one new york team to the next oh my gosh That's and now we're, now in my first year with the yankees we are in the playoffs and I'm gonna hopefully I'm gonna win I'm gonna get another another World Series ring. I guess that's like 28 rings for for the Yankees, some ungodly name or number. So number, I'm gonna yeah. try to get I'm try to get so, that. You, you lost so is your MLB the show Yankees. goal. <laughs> yeah, is your goal to win the pennant with every team in if the MLB? I, if if or... that was my goal, I should have not only I should have only taken like a one year contract and just signed with different that teams every year. <laughs> But I yeah, wanted that really, four hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Yeah, I mean, you got yeah, you got the half a billion dollar contract, yeah. so that's cool. But man, you should like reload an earlier save and then try to get a World Series win with every team. Yeah, I I do have a, an old save uploaded to the cloud, but that's that's maybe twenty thirty two for the um, for the Mets when I won the World Series there. So 
if I do go back, yeah. I'm only able to go back that far. Maybe it'll, maybe if I try yeah. again, it'll uh, gotcha. allow me to get traded earlier. But who knows? Yeah, I probably won't do it. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, good. that's it for me. Nice. Mark, are you done Ooh. with the uh, the graphics yet? Yeah. Yeah. Get everything oh, yeah. straightened out. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> All right. It's it's like Patrick's here and then you're here. Is that how it works? Or is it uh the way that you're Mark's looking, here. uh if you if you point to your left, Lucas, uh huh. That's where Patrick is. And then point Patrick, down. High five. Ready? You gotta go oh, right. No. Two, right. Yep. Three. Yeah. Yep. yep, almost. <laughs> close close and enough. Then, and then point straight down slightly to your left, Lucas. Mm-hmm. That's where I am. Hi. All right. I waved at you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish and I could do the... that thing where like, I stick my hand through, and then, Patrick, you stick your hand out the other side like here. <laughs> Nope, that's not how it works. <laughs> I don't know and how to do that. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, this makes no sense to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, hey, you're here. Yeah, having... Oh, you're hi. Here. Go to youtube.com slash the good morning guys and see what we're doing. Yeah, while that's you're fair. here, let's listen to Mark and his right, update. Mark, now sure. that you got it fixed, let's hear your update, my friend. What is up with you? Yeah, man. So last week was just all beach week, man. We were just... Brag about it. Hanging out. Yeah, rub it in. Rub yeah, the man. sand. Oceanfront property all uh-huh. week long. Boring. Sounds glorious. <laughs> how, how often did I go to the beach? Not at all. Um, uh, just, you didn't, wait, what, you didn't go to the beach wait, at all? Hold on a second. No. Come on. I went, so basically we have a little boardwalk that goes out to the beach. The boardwalk. Yeah, that's, that's, the, farthest, yep. that's, that's the farthest I went. Was to the oh, steps gosh. that go down to the beach. So I, I I'm allergic I, to sand. Do you not I like can't the let beach? It touch I, me. I'm just not a I'm not a big beach person. Like in terms of like go. I mean, I'll go in the water, I guess, but like it's not not my huge thing. I'll go and out and admire the the ocean and everything. And mm-hmm. um, but I'm not. I don't walk on the beach or anything like that. That's just not really my thing. So um, do you hang hang by the pool instead? Uh, sort of. Sometimes. Did you play Apex the whole time you were I at sure the beach? I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Free because, reign, Apex all day. How often do I get to do that? One That's week true. a year. Um. So take advantage. Yeah, man. Um, That's got hilarious. To, got to. Um, my wife had never actually played our Oculus. Um, and she oh. played it while we were at the beach, and she on the beach? Looked, not on the beach. No. Yeah. <laughs> She that probably, would have been quite she the experience. probably could have, um, but no, she, but she, she likes she to run towards the water. It. Yeah, <laughs> accidentally. Honey, stop, stop! Don't go any further. She, um, she played um, Vader Immortal on there, and also Beat Saber, and she, yeah, nice. she loved those. Um, but yeah, it was. We have no, we have no agenda, really, while we're at the beach. It's just that's wonderful. Do whatever you want. The only times that we ever meet up back again is, you know, just casually hanging out or dinner time or breakfast time. Um, uh, with the exception of Wednesday nights, we have a family worship time because, you know, we have two worship leaders in the family. So uh, yep. it's myself and my brother-in-law. Um, we we lead worship. It's just become a, 
a yearly thing now since we married into the family. Um, so uh, it's definitely a sweet time, um, just uh, worshiping God with our with our family, and um, we go for like a good nice forty five minutes to an hour at least, um, just planning a set, doing a lot of spontaneous stuff, and um, praying and things like that. It's just a it's just a great time. Um, for sure. It's a highlight of the week. Um, I mean, a lot of, a lot of things like, um, we, we usually kind of have a set schedule of, of what we have for dinners each night. And they're kind of like the staples of the week. Um, is there a lock down there? There is not oh, the, ooh. the closest thing that they have, and it doesn't even touch it, uh, is a place called La Fogata. Oh, that's close. Yeah. Wait, what is that? The forget? What's it called? La what? La Fogata. F O G A T A. Oh, okay. La forgot a little bit about La Caretta. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's but it's not La Caretta. Um. Yeah. But no, my but Chris and I actually went on our own time. We kind of like to go off and do our own thing, um, and so we actually went to went to lunch at La Fogata. Um, so that was pretty sweet. We um, we go to a couple of places. There's a couple of uh, restaurants in the area that have been featured on um, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Um, there's a place down there called Tortuga's Lie. It's really good. It's like Caribbean Tortugas. style. Mm. Um, and it's, it's good. It's really good. Um, there was also this uh, pizza place that we went to. I don't think this one was on uh, Triple D, but... Um, it's a place called Cosmos Pizzeria. Mm. Man, the portion sizes huge for a uh, pizza place. Yeah, like a slice was a, a pizza. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, like That's I ordered a. About. I think I ordered a calzone, and you think oh. like a calzone's like maybe I don't know that big, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It was. It was absolutely humongous, and it was like split up into four, four slices, and like. It was mm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner for four days. Yeah, basically. Mm. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Sounds like, yummy. I I had it for for lunch that day, and then lunch the next day. Nice. And then I was like, "Y'all can have it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Free game. Free game. It's just too, much. too much. Yeah. Because my diet went to crap the whole week. Ah, that's what vacations <laughs> for. Yeah. Yeah. Expected. But uh, I mean, like Monday nights, we have. Uh, we have this. It's called Low Country Boil. Um, like pretty much, with the exception of Thursday night, we eat at home, at the at the beach house every night. But it's a gathering time for for all the family. But yeah, Monday nights is it's what's called Low Country Boil. Um, you're literally boiling. Um, I believe it's potatoes, carrots, uh, shrimp, uh, sausage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, super good. Right. Sounds good. Yep. Um, and then we have like we have roast um, one That's night. That's where you lost me. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm out. And I'm done. No. It's it, uh, so I eat a lot of different foods, and roast is is the one I will not eat. Mm. It, well, allow me to bring you back when Wednesday night we had ribs. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's where that's where it's at. Can't and, go wrong with that. And then Thursday night, we go to this uh, seafood restaurant every year. Um, it's called uh, um, Sugar Creek. 
uh, out in that area, and uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 good. Nice food's great. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much my whole week was just hanging out. Um, they have a, a theater room in the in the beach house uh, where we get to watch movies and, and things like that. Um, so that is was, that where you play Apex? I tried. I tried to play Apex, but there is so much input lag from Ooh. it being on a projector. Yeah. With an mm. FPS game like Apex, yeah. you cannot. Yeah. It's just uh, like I tried it. I was like, no, I need to go to a smaller TV. Because um, it looks great. It looks cool, but nah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, most of my gaming was was definitely uh, was definitely Apex throughout the week. Um, we came back Friday night um, from the beach. And then Saturday, uh, my nephew Jordan uh, graduated from high school. Uh, so I remember, Yay. I remember when he was like this little itty bitty baby, um, and all of a sudden he's 17 and graduating from high school. Jeez, time flies. They grew up so fast. Feels so mm-hmm. old. It's like that, uh, that, uh, gift from Saving Private Ryan where he like, it shows him as like young Private Ryan and then he yeah. suddenly ages. That's how I feel. it morphs to old. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I feel like I'm 17, but when I look in the mirror, I'm like, man, what happened? <laughs> what in oh, the world man. happened? We yeah, watched the. Uh, yeah, I still do the same things I was doing when I was 17, except I have a, I have kids now. Mm. It's like that oh. that adds a lot. We uh, <laughs> yeah. we watched hairs. a Facebook post that I did for Mindy five years ago, I guess. So this bleeds a little into my update, but yeah. five years ago today, Mindy ditched me for a week to celebrate her parents' 50th wedding anniversary. So I was a single dad for a week. Um, but we watched the video and I was just like, look how, look how thin I look. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> amazing. I don't remember being that. I remember being that small. I guess I've, uh, I've eaten a little bit since then. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I pretty much have good done times. the same. <laughs> Uh, but uh, that's uh, that's pretty much it for me for my week. Um, I do want to make a shout out real quick, and we'll talk more about it in our sh- uh, our housekeeping towards housekeeping. the end. Housekeeping, housekeeping. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, as of recording, it is Monday night here. Um, it is tomorrow, Last day of May. Yep, going into June tomorrow. Uh, June. And- and uh, tomorrow will be our first stream of our new GMG Gotums. Gotums. Yep. 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 There's two because I'll be playing uh, 2016's Ratchet and Clank starting tomorrow night mm. um, for the next couple of weeks until uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart comes out. And then I will be yep. streaming that. Um, so the first stream of that, of 2016 Ratchet and Clank, will be tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern time on the gmg twitch channel nice so be there or be square yep or triangle or a hexagon l7 (laughs) yes l7 wow loser yeah (laughs) weenie um yeah so lucas your week sir how was it hi um as i mentioned uh i mentioned last week and connected to our facebook memory this week uh, i was a single parent for uh, a good portion of it i think a little over half like four days um maybe not even that like three and a half i guess um and uh we survived the kids are alive they didn't lose any fingers or toes (laughs) they did not go to the hospital um 
We even we did a few chores together. A few chores. Uh, we did. I, I mean, made we some didn't do all play. A few chores. We put a cup away. It was <laughs> clean. It was That's dirty. Good. And then How we cleaned it. And then and put it away. Um, I made some meals. I resisted the devil. Did not order out. I made meals all by myself, like with with uh, some like not fried chicken, but like pan fried Italian chicken, mashed potatoes, mm. uh, all kinds of stuff. So we made some food. Um, we played lots of video games. Of course. It was fun. Yes. Uh, oh, heck yes. The, the kids, I, I pretty much gave the kids free reign. I'm like, whatever game you want to play. And then I crossed my fingers and I was like, not Minecraft, not Minecraft, not Minecraft. Minecraft! And they did not pick Minecraft. Oh, no. Oh, yes. They didn't pick it. And I was so proud. <laughs> and they, they wanted to play Knack. So I was like, you know what? That's like a classic PS4 game. You know, like it or not, it was like a launch it title, was. right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I remember right, I was like, I, I feel like you know, I'm missing something. Excuse me, my Jeopardy alarm's going off. Uh, I got to check the laundry <laughs> later. Um, and Watch so, out for mosquitoes. Played, we put, yeah, go kill mosquitoes. I got to control the population, so I have to set go alarms. Go kill mosquitoes every is an alarm three hours every yeah. minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's correct. Um. But let me tell you, my kids love Mac. Mac, they love they love the Big Mac. They love Knack. Like they they have asked to play it multiple days, and I even enjoyed mm-hmm. like watching them play or playing with them. It has like a it's like a two player co op, but the second player is pretty much indestructible, or like you can't really die. You die, but you come back. You're like a little robot to the original or regular Knack. I don't know. I don't remember if you guys have played Knack, but uh, yeah, I played b- it's, through both briefly. Yeah, briefly. Yeah, I, yeah. I could I could see like if you don't have a kid or someone who's really fun to play the game with, I could. I don't think I could see myself playing through this single player, but uh, with my kids, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure Pat, you had a, had a good time. And Mark, since Cisco doesn't have opposable thumbs, you really didn't have a good reason to keep playing Neck. So that's that's I'm true. I'm with you. I understand. I understand. But we did that. We uh, we watched uh, a number of YouTube videos. One of which was the tour of a tour of Chris the Rock's childhood home that uh, his parents are putting up for sale, and hit the 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 furniture company. No, the realty the realtors the realtor company. Mm-hmm. What is what are our words? I don't I don't know. It's not even midnight. <laughs> the yet. real estate company. The real estate. Thank you. The real estate company used a drone to like film different parts of the house Whoa. it was really cool i recommend it it sh- it's, should be the new youtube hit let's get it on the discord chris the rock this is a call out put, put it on the discord <laughs> yeah let us all see your childhood home because let me tell you it is fancy and it is really cool my kids were like wow it's like a mansion they were like loving it so we watched that we watched uh the top 25 80s cartoon theme songs and so it went through like 25 different 80s TV shows, just the themes. And by the end, my kids, there were at least half a dozen shows. The kids were like, can we start watching that show? And so like wow. the next day we watched the first, we watched the first episode of the first season of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yes. And let me tell you. Raising them right. It was, it was amazing. And uh, I mean, it was like unintentionally funny at times, but at other times I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm like eight years old or seven years old, however old I was watching this. And the kids after the end were like, this is awesome, Dad. We want to watch more. 
Yes. So the original yeah. TMNT cartoon was just the original. So good. And like hearing the voices, I forgot who voiced uh, a lot of them. And so like Raphael is one of the Animaniacs. Um, no way. What is his name? Is it Filoni? I can't remember which one mm. it is. But uh, yeah, the same guy mean, is. Um, is Yakko? It's not Filoni. Yakko. The one that does Yakko is Raphael. And then oh, I totally forgot. I like I was looking up IMDb while we were watching and like the voices of people are like classic voices or they're like voices on stuff later on. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really cool to watch that is to neat. watch that with the kids. So, yeah. Um, and then at, other than that, Mindy came back after her little trip on the senior class trip. And um, the at the end of the week, I went to church for the first time in a long time and actually did a hybrid Sunday school class, which was quite the experience because the internet is not that great at the church. And when I got to the church, I went to what was supposed to be our classroom and they someone had already decked it out for like recording videos or recording podcasts or something. There was like padding everywhere with a microphone and a recording area with like mixer and all this stuff. And I was like, well, I can't use this. So I spent the next like 10 minutes trying to find a room and then setting up my equipment because I was going to zoom in anybody who wanted to join the class, which ended up being Mindy. Um, the other people had to come in person. So, but we did the class. We all had our masks on and, uh, the way the acoustics work out in the building, you can like hear the, everything the worship team is doing. So it made for a very challenging Sunday school, Mm. but, but overall people just like being in person together. So it was Mm -hmm. worth it. It was really good. Um, and then on the home front, uh, the, the last thing I wanted to share was just that, uh, the rodents have quieted down. And I don't know if that means they moved to a different locale or if they're all dead in my attic. And I don't rotting know. in the attic. And rotting corpses. I mean, we haven't smelled anything yet. so. Or if they're re-strategizing. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah. If that's true. Yikes. That's always possible. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. We're, we're going to keep, you know, keep, keep on the lookout. We, uh, every other night, even our kids sometimes will just stop and listen to see if they hear it. And they're like, I think I heard it. It, and like no you didn't that was just your sister like tapping something with her foot or whatever uh, but we're on the hunt for uh, the rodents and we're also on the hunt for a German shepherd puppy oh snap which may or may not be may or may not be added to the family soon uh, last week we went all in I think the week before too we were all in Mindy was kind of like she did for when we were house hunting, like got online and they have a number of, I don't know, like, like I would say, I, I say Craigslist, but something a little more trustworthy, but uh, this, those kind of like people posting, you know, we got a dog for sale, sometimes breeders, sometimes it's people that just had puppies and they were trying to sell them. Um, and we found this, we found this breeder. He breeds German shepherds for the police and like he has at least a few dozen adult german shepherds at all times in his kennel wow and so he gets babies he gets puppy babies like every couple months every month and so we got in contact with him he had a really good price on on a on a on a on some puppies and we found out that we were like of the four that they just had we were the fourth and so we had one choice left and this one had just gotten sick and he said, let's give it a week and a half and see 
what she looks like after a week and a half. So when Mindy came back from, you know, doing the senior trip and I was single parenting, we contacted him again because it was the 10 days. And he was like, so she's not doing so great. I think I'm going to take her to the vet to see what the problem is. And he sent a video to us. And I tell you what, it broke our hearts. Like the dog is like walking around, but she's really like lethargic. And it actually reminded us of the puppy. We got a lab puppy that we got in the first city we lived in where we had to put that dog down after a week because of seizures and distemper and like all the stuff that happened that was just not good. And so unfortunately we kind of had to back off and say, you know, uh, we hope things work out, but this isn't going to, this isn't going to work for us. So, but just this week, knock on wood, we found another breeder that uh, we're going to get in contact with that we've already gotten in contact with. We're going to get to meet the puppy and then maybe later in the week, another we'll German see. shepherd, another, another German shepherd, maybe headed our way. This one is looking much healthier and uh, it's a, it's a really reputable, reputable breeder. And so we're very excited. All right. Nice. We're on that That's exciting. next week. We might have a another guest, a furry guest. Ooh. How excited are your kids that you're thinking about or almost oh going to get a dog? That's probably I, – I, I kind of regret letting them be involved in some of the process because they will not <laughs> stop asking. And when we, had this, when we got these videos of this sickly dog, I was just like, I'm not showing this to my kids. I can't. I can't do this to them. That's like heartbreaking. So yeah. we've been we've been trying to filter some of the information. And so now they're, they're not going to listen to this in time, but we're going to surprise them. If this dog works out, they're going to deliver the dog to our house. And I'm not going to tell the kids. And so this breeder is <gasps> yes. going to come to the house with a dog. And I'm just going to be like, let the dog run to us. And, uh, <laughs> Make sure you get, get a video cool. of that. I know, right? I need to. I yeah. Know, that's a good. That's a good call. Yeah. Video. I'm going to be taping that. So. Yeah, I'm very excited, but uh, I hope to have good update for you next week. Cool. If Looking it's a bad to. update, I'm just not going to say anything because I'll be too sad and I might burst into tears. But okay, I feel I'm feeling good about this one. So I'll follow yeah. your lead. Uh, speaking of, I appreciate it. Yeah, you don't want to do this. So what happened, Lucas? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, don't want to go down that road. Shaking my head. <laughs> yeah. or, or Mark's like no, one tear. No, one tear no, just goes do down my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't do it. So how? What's yeah. the what's so the news with pets. the uh, the dudes? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. like this. You're gonna air, you're gonna go over the edge. There's like air, airplane airplane signals like oh, no no. Yeah. <laughs> this parachute is this parachute's a knapsack. <laughs> Just like Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But speaking of pets, on the video game front, I started a game last week where you have your own little huge pet that's like a bird, dog, cat called Trico in the video game The Last Guardian. And let me tell you, I immediately fell in love with Trico and the little, the little creature that helps you and this little boy escape hmm. from the clutches of who knows what. You're just prisoners for whatever reason. Uh, but I've been loving this game. I've played it all on stream, um, and the the puzzles have not been as frustrating. The 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 bird dog cat that you you know Trico has <laughs> I has love listened. Your description of this animal. <laughs> I mean, he's just this huge. He's like he's like Clifford the big red dog, 
except he's not red and he's not really a dog. He's kind of like a bird and kind of like a cat. Like the, the way they designed this, this creature is so lifelike. Like there's moments where you, you tell him to jump onto something and he does that. Like, you know, when dogs want to jump or cats, when they're like, they do like the fake, yeah. the fake jump uh-huh. and then they jump like it, it's perfect. It like, I feel like he's alive. And, oh, that's cool. And in the game, you can even, you know, if, if, if you guys check out VOD, you can go back and watch. But, like, you can see me just fall in love with Trico. And then during the game, at one point, the little boy that you're controlling, he tries to ditch him. Like, you get to a point where Trico can't go past, and the boy's just like, all right, Trico, well, uh, this was fun. See you later. <laughs> and wow. I'm just like, how dare you, <laughs> sir? I will not be ditching Trico. I'll ditch you first. I want to control Trico. <laughs> but, yeah, so... That was about the only moment that I got really upset. The rest of it's been really fun. So, so was we'll this see a how free it game this week? Uh, yeah, this was on the the collection, um, oh, the PlayStation collection that okay. that All right. that you got for for PS Five. So, is yeah, there a platinum I, uh, I'll, I'll, that goes along with this? There is, but I don't I don't know that I'm going to go for it. It it takes multiple playthroughs, and uh, there's one trophy where you have to read all the hints. But in order to get the hints, you have to wait somewhere between like four to six minutes for the. Oh, hint to gross! Pop. That's part of the yeah. platinum. Get out of here! Part of the platinum. You don't you don't press a button to get a hint. You have to wait. So you just go make a sandwich. You know, go do something. Check your phone, and then wait for the pl- like. And it has like a list. I looked at the trophies. I was like, nope. <laughs> it is, it's no, a trophy no, of uh, uh, for not playing the game. That makes exactly. sense. The silliest like, who, thing ever. Who made that? Yeah. I mean, trophies are silly, but that's like, that's I mean, really bad. Yeah, silly. that's dumb. It's not the good kind of silly. So, oh well. Yeah. C'est la vie. But yeah, I'll continue with it. It's been real fun. I, I, uh, I beat Diablo 3 with Chris, and uh, we Congrats. beat it on a really hard setting. We died a number of times, but in the end, we did it. We Platinum? completed uh, our first playthrough. No. Oh. <laughs> We have a few more, a few more. This will probably be the longest. That was the longest part to do the first playthrough. Uh, we're starting our hardcore playthrough, and uh, we started that today. And uh, yeah, so we're we're excited. We're playing real careful because with the hardcore, you get one life, and that's it. So you can't gotta be careful mm-hmm. every every step you take, every move you make. I'll be missing you or watching you, however that song goes. Any you, yeah. And uh, the last thing I wanted to mention was It Takes Two that Patrick and mm-hmm. I uh, played last mm-hmm. week a, uh, a few game. hours of. I know Mark played played that with him. I know. And I, you know, Patrick was so gracious and was just like, man, if you want to play it again, I'm in. And so I'm like, well, I really do want to play it. And let me tell you, two things I'm going to note. One, the game design is really fun. Like the the little, I don't know what to call it, like the the little... I don't like each each section and level has like different moves you can Game, do or gameplay mechanics. Gameplay mechanics and the way they switched it up and how it works together with each other. These mm-hmm. guys are like this. These this company is so good at at mixing those things and like really making fun yep. co- fun co op. Unlike we were here together. Um, but the other thing I'm going to mention is that it got dark 
at yeah. some points, like Brave Little Toaster Dark. Yeah. And that was just in the first couple sections. Like, spoilers, there's a part where you vacuum cleaner, and to finish the vacuum off, you move his hoses to his eyeballs, <laughs> and you suck his eyeballs out. And I'm like, what am I watching? This is nuts. Like, well, How about that part where you had to, like, push the... Nightmares. Well, have you get, have you you finished the game, right? No, we're only like no, no. three hours okay. in. We I'm got to the we got to the little girl's bedroom. Yeah, hold off on the the scarring things. Yeah. Let me let me yeah. get scarred on my there, own. Natural. There's more. That's oh, all. Yeah, great. There I can't wait. More. I can't wait. <laughs> there's, there's, actually, that means there's more of the book of Doctor oh, Hanky Poo. I have never wanted favorite. to burn a book in my entire life <laughs> more than that dang book. That book. <laughs> well, hello. How are you today, Mark? Let's go play today. Uh, yeah, he's. It's all about your relationship. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's real bad. Real bad. So, but yeah, other than that, besides the book and the darkness, but even the darkness is really funny. Like, it's funny to laugh at and be like, oh my gosh, what did I just watch? It's very entertaining. Speaking of entertaining, the GMG stream team is still rocking it. Stream and, team. Uh, we've been rocking it for the past couple weeks. Stream team. Uh, Mark, Stream as he team. mentioned, playing the Ratchet and Clank games for the Gotham month of June. Um, I'm working through The Last Guardian, as I mentioned, then working on platinum some things. Chris the Rock is still doing Diablo 3 with me, Rocket League, and continuing through Final Fantasy VII Remake. He's, uh, he's really he's showing his, I guess, his... Uh, his his strength as a trophy hunter because he has spent like I think a whole week of streaming in one chapter of Final Fantasy 7 to make sure he covers all the bases he's like I think there was two streams where he's like okay uh, I think this is the last day we're going to do chapter 14 we're about to go to the next one let me just double check some things and then he's like oh wait there's like four more things to do (laughs) yeah poor guy but I remember I remember that there were some parts where you got to cover all the bases so you don't miss anything mm-hmm. but yeah so uh gmg stream team sunday to saturday check us out twitch.tv and then some words after that you can find it in discord or uh, the show notes and all that jazz um also speaking of twitter discord check us out there apple podcast Podchaser, and stitcher i almost said switcher you can uh you know give us a little review give us some stars and uh we can reach some new joiners and then finally, as always, as has always been the tradition, 929GMGGuys is the place where you can let your real voice be heard, just like I think a certain, certain uh, Bernabe did, our buddy. Sure did. Yes, is that true? Do we have that accessible to play? Uh, I will have to see Maybe. if I can pull that up. Uh... Or pretend to. And then did, add wait, it later. hold on. What was the, what, it was about the fictional characters? Yes. <laughs> Do we want to wait? Do we want to hold off on, called... on that until next okay. week? Because well, doesn't I we're thought that uh, doesn't have is it? But isn't he joining us? Since didn't we say we had a contest? Whoever leaves a voicemail gets to uh, be considered to be a guest. Oh yeah, that's right. Do you remember saying that? I do. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bernabe so, has I mean, been entered only... into the contest. He has. Should, so. should I still? Pull it up then, or no? <laughs> I don't know where we are. Uh, I mean, he might be here next week, so oh, we should let his voice be heard today. Okay, Let me see if I can get it pulled Maybe. up here. 
I'm working it's on fine. it. There's I'm plenty of time. I'm thinking. Working. I'm thinking. Think, it's going to be on, on my phone. So. Thinking. We'll, we'll, we'll insert it into the podcast on the, on the audio version. Oh, but we will, will we? Yeah. You, uh, one would hope. We's a lot of people. We's a lot of people, as we's my wife would say. We's a lot of Pat right there. Yeah. Okay. Guys, Pat is now a wee. Getting my best impression of my favorite character. In not one, not two, but three different languages. Let's see if you can guess who is it. Es más de ocho mil. Cinturá. It's over 9,000! And then, uh, and the rest oh. of, the rest of his, his voicemail is, is his question to, oh, okay. to Norman. Yeah. Um, so did you guys Dragon Ball Z, was? right? Is that Goku? Is it Vegeta? It is Vegeta. Uh, I don't know. That's, I don't, yeah, he said it in three different languages. In I win. Spanish, it's, it's, in it's, Japanese, and in American. It's in pronounced English. Fajita. Yeah, once yeah. he said the... Uh, Oh, Fajita, that's right. Yeah. He's Fajita from Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, once he Ball. said, it's over 9,000! <laughs> yeah, once he said it in English, I was like, ah, oh, yes, Vegeta. That's good. Yeah. Nice. That was spot on, Bernabe. I can't wait to hear it live. And, and extra in credit all the languages. three different languages, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. All right. Okay. Well, with, uh, with that, I think we have a GMG MAFT. 100 to add to. I know we're missing one man, but he can, of course, give his two nominations next week. Uh, Pat, hold on, hold on there, Lucas. Uh, oh, we just, just heard. Am I getting ahead of myself? We just heard Bernabe. He let his voice be oh, heard. Oh, is there another one? Do you know what else, Who else had needs voice to be heard? heard? Is this week I don't, in I'm totally movie lost. history. And now we proudly present to you our faithful joiners. This week in movie history, a GMG production. Oh, thank, right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> is like, that what's supposed to happen? You still not with oh, me there it on, is. on that transition. You're like, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> yes, of I got course. Lost. I thought maybe there was another voicemail. No, there was not. Go ahead, um, Mark. Sorry. But yes, this week in movie history, uh, some major movies uh, of note that came out this week in years past. Uh, June 2nd, 1989, and this is a slight spoiler for my pick for the MAFT, uh, Dead Poets Society came out this week, starring Robin Williams. Oh, Captain, my captain. Indeed. I absolutely love that movie. Um, It was first introduced to me in high school. We watched the movie. Nice. Um, So, Mm. yep. So that'll be my addition to the MAFT as well. Um, so, uh, also this week in history, in film history, June 3rd, 1988, excuse me, the movie Big with Tom Hanks. Oh, oh man. Classic, I love that classic movie. movie. Wonderful. Love it. Um, also mm. this week in movie history, June 4th, 1998, 10 years later, uh, The Truman Show with Jim Carrey. Ooh, also mm-hmm. a classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. And a happy birthday this week to Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman, Punk, <laughs> Punk. Andy Dufresne, Morgan Freeman, and then the penguins were marching, and they never returned, and they never stopped, <laughs> kept marching forever. 
and uh, Tom Holland, our current Spider-Man. Oh, we're using oh, our fake oh, names. Oh, and also our new uh, Nathan Drake, our new Uncharted yep. man, Nathan Drake, who may or may not be good at it. Yeah, we'll see. The jury is still out. I saw, <laughs> I I saw a uh, a picture, and it's uh, the I guess I the new still saw the picture where, where he's holding. He's holding a flashlight, flashlight. and like right yeah. behind him is Sully without a mustache. It's just like one, Sully doesn't have a mustache, but he two, he's holding a flashlight in a well lit room. Like, what do you I don't even know why you have a flashlight. <laughs> what what is happening here? <laughs> to me, it just looks yeah, like I, looks like Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah, just hanging out <laughs> 90th Museum four. No uh, Stogie, no mustache. Yeah. No Nathan Fillion. I'm very, very skeptical. Very skeptical. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, that is that is it for this week in movie Sweet. history. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Mark already gave his pick. Patrick, what about you, buddy? I'm going to go with. Now, right? Yeah, I'm going to go with a icon of a movie, Christmas Vacation. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Last All right. week, what is it? You did Home Alone last week or one of the weeks? A couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Like Christmas vacation, I can only watch it during Christmas yeah. time, but it's one of those ones where, like, along with Elf, I gotta watch every single Christmas. Yep, that's a solid. Totally pick. with you. Yeah, for sure. Lucas, uh huh. Um, my pick. I need to pile on more Pixar uh, movies, yeah. of course, and I'm gonna do the the old classic. I think uh, Bernabe would appreciate this. Uh, Coco. Yeah. That was makes me cry. That was a every very time. surprising movie. Remember me. I have not seen it. Oh, so surprising! Yeah, I, I, oh, I was man. not expecting it to be anything. Please do. And it ended up being like one nope. of the best Pixar movies uh, out there. Hmm. Yeah. 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 It's so good, mm-hmm. and it it surprised me like as well. I was like, what is, what is this going to be about? What is happening? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I more watched it because I knew Mindy grew up in Mexico in high school and. I was like, she's going to really like this, so I'll watch it with her. And yeah, I was the same way. I got totally blown away by it. And just and the music is amazing. The story is heartfelt. The story, the way uh, the story yeah, ends I mean, and how emotional it feels and how it all connects to yeah. the story it just oh. told. I'm just like, man, so good. So good. Yeah. I have to check it out. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. All righty then. Pat, Mark, and uh, the spirit of Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week. And may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.